Dad, you're going to do my school's career day, right? Remember, we have a wedding to shoot that Saturday. Please, 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 can't we get a cat? Want to grab lunch this week? What's going on at the studio? Guys, I need some new shoes. Mom, don't forget, I have robotics on Mondays. Can I go fishing? Oh, and orchestra. We could really use a vacation. We can't. He has a game that day. Can we please go to Chick-fil-A? She wants to play another instrument? Welcome to the Victory Catch Podcast with Rick and Julie Rando. Season 3! Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Victory Couch. My name is Julie Rando. And I'm Rick Rando. And we're back, guys. Welcome back. How was your Christmas? Let's just get it right out there. Was it good? <laughs> yes. Like, you can answer, and like, we can hear you. Yeah. You could answer, but we, we can't hear you. But I'm sure it was great. With right? minor disappointments. <laughs> yeah. Nothing nothing too crazy, guys. That's a, that's a flashback to, just uh, to the last, last episode. Week. So... Well, yeah, so Jules, what are we doing today? So this week we've decided, because let's face it, we are trying to enjoy our family, to be present, and uh, you know, we thought instead of going diving deep into some topics that you know are really going to make you think and us think, we know that this past calendar year, in 2023, we have acquired some brand new listeners who joined us right at the beginning of season three. So there are some of you who have been with us from the very, very beginning, and some of you who have just jumped in along the way. And for all of you, we wanted to do an epic rewind and take it all the way back to the pilot episode of The Victory Couch. I like that. I like that. Now, here's what you're going to hear, okay? You're going to hear a very novice... <laughs> duo that that are podcasting for the very first time okay actually technically it's on julie's birthday it is was. when we record that right do you we remember that i will okay. never forget it uh i know i'm a little stiff we don't really know how things are working mm-hmm. we have sort of like the the overall you know couch crumbs and 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 that kind of thing but just explaining mm-hmm. what everything is is very interesting so we hope that you enjoy it. We hope that you uh, value how far we've come. And uh, we're just honored that uh, you're going to listen again. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So, guys, enjoy it. I think we most remember just trying to figure it out as we went. And when we were finished, I remember being like, hey, we did it. Like, how about that? Yeah. You know, we so, did a podcast. That's like, cool. Check that. We did it. I can't believe it. So, guys, we hope you enjoy going back in time, listening to our very first podcast episode So we hope that you enjoy listening to the very, very first one, which is about mentorship and simple joys. Enjoy. All right, everyone. Welcome to the Victory Couch podcast. I am one of your hosts, Julie Rando. And uh, I am your second host, Rick Rando, her lovely esteemed husband. We have been wanting to do this for quite some time. And here we are on victory couch what exactly is the victory couch i mean so when we decided to do this jules and really this was kind of your idea this was your your baby um explain what the victory couch actually is because this is new to us it's new to any listener so explain exactly what is the victory couch please describe it for our listeners sure so the victory couch is a literal place it is we're sitting on it right now 
it's brown, it's comfy, it's corduroy, but it's also a place that we land at the end of our crazy. We are both humans that are constantly on the run. We do a lot of things separately, but the Victory Couch is the place that we land together just in breathe and kind of recap, okay, gosh, what just happened? Or sometimes it's just to be. It's just to be next to each other. It's to let all of the week kind of melt into the fibers of this couch. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's just, it's victory. It's like, hey, we made it. We made it after all that. We made it. It's a good way to look at it. And yeah. I think this started organically many, many, many years ago when uh, Julie Boot would be running 90 miles an hour and I would be running 100 miles an hour and we've got kids and we've got uh, volunteering and speaking and photography and all the other stuff that we do. Um, but what we would do is we say, hey, we'll see you. Meet me at the Victory We'll couch. see you at the Victory Couch. Meet me there. Yeah. And regardless of how crazy the day was or all the pulling and pulling that had been going on, we could just go to the couch and uh, it's not a couch. Where we just sit and watch TV. It's not a couch where we just go and, and pray or talk. It's a couch that really f just focuses on the, the fact that we made it to that part of the day and we can celebrate completing a day um, and, and really sort of recharging. Would you, would you say that that would be the case? Yeah, a hundred percent. It's, it is also the place that we sit down and watch. This is us too. And a variety of shows so it's like everything it to us it is a catch-all place but it's also a place to just kind of melt into the world and shut to our each head other. off melt yeah. into each other it's, it's good. just yeah so it's poetic it's a real place it's exactly like the graphics that we're sharing it's uh yeah it's it's our place but we truly mean that and for any listeners out there we just want whatever your place is to just have that place. It could be a chair. It could be a stoop on your porch. It could be anywhere. But just everybody should have some type of victory couch where you celebrate the highs and the lows and just be sometimes. That's so important, especially the two of us, because we are constant humans that for the past, well, two decades, roughly and some change, have just been constant through careers and hobbies and our, you know, families we came from and the family we created and just, yeah, a little bit of everything. So Yeah, and, you know, we, we always tell our kids, you know, the, the trunk has to be strong in order for the fruit to bear, you know. Um, and the trunk uh, has to be the two of us. It has to be the roots that we've created in this, uh, in this deep um, – this deep function that we have because we can't just go from from field to field to court to activity to after school to this and that and with, without realizing that if your roots and purpose and growth aren't strong then it's going to be hard to connect with your kids it's going to be hard to really get enjoyment out of the other things that you're doing other than just checking things off a box right um so that's sort of what the victory couch is for us and hopefully you know out there we can inspire other humans like you to find your couch, whatever that is, or chair or stoop or stairwell or wherever you, you live and just celebrate you and celebrate life. So what we're going to do uh, now is we've decided to uh, pull four topics. So Julie and I, there's two sides to our couch. Um, I am a planner, okay? I, uh, 
I, I have to know where we're going, what we're doing. Uh, I kind of fear birthdays a little bit because I don't know what my wife is going to have in store for me. Whereas Julie, she's more of the free spirit. And um, we, we picked this specific couch because uh, there's, a, there's a, a line in the middle and she's her and I'm, I'm me. Uh, but what we decided to do is we decided to go ahead and have two topics from Julie each week and uh, two topics from me. And we would kind of bounce them off each other. I have no idea what she's going to propose to me. And uh, she has no idea what I'm going to propose to her. So, Jules, you get to go first. Um, what are we talking about today? Well, the cool part also to share is that Rick literally has a list. And it is <laughs> bulleted and thorough and detailed. It's highlighted. Um, yeah. I'm not always going to write something down. It could just come off the top of my head. So, yeah. so where are you at? We're going to go wherever. Um, something that I've recently been thinking about is the topic of mentorship. Mm. And when I say that word, I'm not just saying like, okay, who has mentored you and those types of things. But I've been thinking about it both ways because recently I have, I guess you could say kind of taken on a teenager, um, that, I invited into the fold just to like take a walk with me and, you know, like invite her to coffee or, you know, just things like that. And I think back to when I was a kid or even like a teenager, like this young lady and think about like the early voices that poured into me. So I want to talk about mentorship on the level of not just from your professional life. That's important too. I have had some amazing ones out there and have two mentors that I would say professionally pour into my life. But I just wanted to like take it back. Can you think to an early memory of when I say who mentored you? I'm talking about like Ricky. I'm talking about like, okay. you know, like we're talking 12 year old, you know, mowing grass, like, you know, living in your old neighborhood. When you th hear the word mentor or mentorship, what's your earliest spark of memory for who has mentored you well obviously you know you have your parents right there you know and uh, you know your family but uh, to me it was uh, my grandfather my grandfather uh, basically taught me <laughs> taught me almost everything I need to know about business about character about comedy about friendship <laughs> about integrity um, you know, in our local community, my grandfather's a bit of a legend, and uh, he 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 passed away two days shy of his ninety sixth birthday. Um, but when I think of a human that's poured in to me, I mean, he, he taught me how to play golf. Uh, you know, he he taught me how to cook. Um, you know, just you know, he was there uh, and was there from day one, and probably the coolest guy you ever want to meet. Just so, just so approachable and so full of wisdom and life. And that's how he lived. I mean, even in his early 90s, he was bowling three times a week. He was playing golf. I mean, he could shoot his age on a golf course. You know, um, you know, as far as teachers are concerned, I mean, I remember the name of every single one of my teachers in elementary, middle school, and high school. Um, there's several teachers that stand out. But for me, it'd probably be, probably be my grandfather. What about, what about for you, Jules? Like really young? Gosh, I take it back to um, youth pastor's wives. Mm. As strange as that sounds, maybe, I don't know, maybe it sounds strange, but when I think of like voices outside of the family that I was around all day, it would either be the parents of my closest friends or a, like someone from the church and like a, 
specifically a youth pastor's <laughs> wife. Um, gosh, I mean, being really young, just really young, impressionable, naive to so much. Um, just people who are willing to be real with you mm-hmm. and speak to you at your level or maybe slightly above when you're a kid. I think mm-hmm. that's important. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'd probably say that. Or, you know, I had, gosh, I've been fortunate to have a lot of awesome friendships over the years. And I think back to elementary and middle school, sure, but really hit my stride in high school with my core um, best friends who are still my best friends today. And their parents, I think, were definitely outside of my own, you know, family, outside my mom, my dad, and my brothers. Those voices were mm. really important to me and, and still are. So, yeah, I mean, as far as uh, best friends, parents, those that we are fortunate to still have. So, yeah, I'd say that. I, th- I just, I've been thinking about that because, you know, it's, I haven't reached out to other than, you know, our friends' kids and, you know, trying to lift them up when we can. I haven't really sought out or not that I really sought this situation out. I'd say it kind of found me, but you know, you see someone young and talented and so special. And for me, you know, I've watched this young lady from afar and, you know, we have similar uh, friend circles, I guess you could say, and and our our kids overlap in schools and this, this young lady's a little older, but you just want to see them thrive. Mm. And I think like, okay, who do I remember pouring into me? And just a way to really sincerely weave that into your life, even if it's an hour a week, an hour every two weeks. You know, it's kind of funny because when you're a kid, you don't realize that people are pouring into you. And you don't value that until it's too late in life. Because you don't... As a kid, you know, you don't ask yourself, wow, who's pouring into me today? You, <laughs> right, right? Yeah. And, and as you get older, you realize that less and less people will actually take the time to pour mm. in. So mm. as an adult, you, you, I mean, for both of our, our jobs, we, we, we do interact with people and children a lot. Um, that's essential. I think it's almost a, a bedrock of, of how to create the next generation of leaders or the next generation of just great human beings where you show someone that you care, you show someone that you're, that you're there and, and that you have an ear that they can, they can bend. So, uh, yeah, if you're an adult, look for those opportunities to, uh, to foster amazingness in others. Right. And I want to flip that too, not just to think back to our memories and kind of what we're doing now, but, um, you often say, look for someone who is better than you Mm -hmm. in a topic or smarter than you and learn from that person. You can only, you always like, you often say that and you say that to our, our kids and sports and all kinds of things. But, um, right now, who would you say is a voice that outside of someone you're related to that pours into you? This could be someone you hear mm. um, from a, a podcast. We both love podcasts sure. or media or, you know, the business world. Like whose voice are you listening to now that either they don't know it's pouring into you and it means something mm-hmm. or they do know? So who's mentoring you or what mentoring voices are you listening to right now? So that's, that's really tough. It's challenging (laughs) because uh, I'm always consuming information. Um, you know, whether it's in the business field or or through my friends, but I would say right now of where we are in life, I would say Dave Ramsey. Um, so if you don't know who Dave Ramsey is, he's basically a financial coach, uh, getting people out of debt. Um, but it's just been amazing. I've been following him now for almost 10 years uh, we practice his principles, and, and you know, if you can do a little more research on your own. 
if that uh, pings to you. But uh, I will tell you that just from watching his business grow from several hundred employees to now, he's built this mega campus, if you will, uh, out in, in uh, Nashville. I mean, he's going into uh, helping with taxes and financial coaching. And, you know, and it, he always brings it back um, to God. He always brings it back where his faith guides his purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just really neat to see, you know, you do a little research on some, some really large companies, I mean, mega companies, multi-billion dollar industries. And sometimes, you know, they cave to, to normal everyday pressures, everyday uh, politics, that kind of thing. But, you know, the bedrock of, of him and his family and his organization's faith is extremely humbling to me. And also to watch it grow. I mean, we just went through a pandemic not too long ago. And just to watch, you know, just our area, the fast food places that really flourished and the ones that really faltered. And, uh, you know, Chick-fil-A is right there. And you, you try to figure out, okay, well, what are they doing different? How is their culture so much more su- superior than, you know, an, another organization? And you, you go back to the, the bedrock of faith and purity and service and uh, yes, yeah, so I would say Dave Ramsey. What about for you? Who's pouring in to you? Oh gosh, lots of people. Um, I think what we choose to allow to pour into us is just as important as who is. Mm. So I've really been trying to listen to a multitude of voices. I think that's important. I read something recently, and this is like such an elementary principle, but it was talking about, you know... Um, I think it was for uh, elementary school volunteerism, but I was talking about books and, you know, that just the simple principle of when you pick up a book, you're either picking up a mirror or you're looking through a window. Mm, That's good. And that's what I think we as humans and leaders need to do. We need to have something to help us identify and pick up that, you know, listen to that podcast that might remind us of us or our circle or that kind Mm. of thing. But I think the importance of having some type of window and saying, oh, gosh, how is this human on our planet that we're sharing the space with living? What's their experience like? So um, to answer that, I've really been trying to open up and listen to other voices. So I think something as simple as the people in your day to day circle, but picking up a book by an author of someone who like I grew up in a uh, you know, south of, outside of the city, some would say suburban. I would not, (laughs) compared to where I live now, more uh, suburban than rural, but any which way, Um, not too far from DC and Annapolis. And I'm reminded that while I lived in an area that wasn't incredibly diverse, that just because of your environment doesn't mean you can't learn from voices that are different than yours. So whether it be a different you know, someone who grew up in the city, someone whose skin color is different than you, their religious beliefs are different from you. So I've been trying to listen to podcasts that um, allow you to hear different things. It doesn't, um, I think that's important. And that um, for me, it solidifies very much who I am, what I believe in, but also be mindful of um, just the world at large. I think that's so gives important. You, gives you perspective. Yeah, totally. Um, but my favorite voices, uh, I recently picked up Sean Anequist's latest book. Um, it's called, I guess I haven't learned that yet. Hmm. Love that. Love her voice. Love her thoughts. Love the topic. 
and uh, talk about moving from one place to the next. I mean, this is a, a, a woman who was established for decades and successful and life shifted. And she went from growing up her whole life in the suburbs of Chicago to in her 40s moving to Manhattan mm. with two boys and her husband and what that has taught and uh yeah i just i love things like that where you can just reflect and and just think on it so i'll reel it back in mentorship um yeah there's just there's so many voices there's more i want to learn from and listen to there's so many people um you know who who just have so much to give so just not being shut to um voices not you know not being shut down to that but some of my favorites are authors and podcasters. My, you know who I'm going to say. Yes. The one and only AFD, Annie F. Downs. Um, she's poured into my life for mm. the past seven years and has no clue. I mean, wow. I did meet her briefly. But yeah, um, yeah. I just, I love learning from people who are a little bit different than me. Some drastically, some slightly. But just finding the commonality amongst us all as humans on this planet. And uh, So it's interesting yeah. because your two things... <laughs> have to do with producing and consuming. Yeah, totally. Right? So you're you're being a mentor or a mentee, however you want to look at it, is is producing slash consuming information or mm. guidance or wisdom. And of course your influences are what you're consuming. Right. So it's interesting that you went there. Yeah. I okay. I listen. Let's go straight to you. I went to surface stuff. Okay. okay? <laughs> so it's crazy that I wrote these things down not knowing what Julie was going to share with me or ask me, right. but mine's, mine's easy. I need, what? what's my I, favorite I wrote candy? down, no, 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 <laughs> I know that. So I just need the top three things oh, that make you smile. Okay. On oh, any I given day. That. All right. Because I look, we're at the, we're on the couch right, right, right now. Top three mm. things go boom. Oh, oh, that's so tough. Um, coffee. <laughs> coffee. That's a real answer. Oh gosh. It depends on the day. All right. I'm just going to speak from the heart go and the gut. It. All right, coffee. Can coffee and wine be in the same category? <laughs> okay, we're getting real. Okay. Okay. Um, shoot. Up. Oh, okay, those two things are one, okay. and then I'm going to say Dylan. Okay, your daughter. Yeah, my gotcha. daughter. Our daughter. She makes me smile, and any given day. Go. What What comes I, to mind? I was either going to say you or nature. Oh. <laughs> That's so sweet. And shout out to my son. She's, she's awesome as well. She's smart. See, see, Our she, son. She's smart. Yeah. Well, we get that confused. <laughs> she's smiling right now. So I guess in some capacity, yeah, I make it's her true. smile. It's true. It's so true. Yeah. Three things that make me smile every day. Three things. Yeah. Also a day that I can wake up without an alarm clock. Ooh. Can that be on the list? It can be on. Yeah. Not most days, but. <laughs> yeah. No, that's very rare. But yeah, that's one of my favorite things in the world. One day. Cool. I will have a life that I don't wake up to an alarm clock every okay. day. Okay, yeah. we're, we're going to do it. We're getting there. Anyhow. We're getting there. Getting there. Wow, that was really simple. See? Okay, how about you then? Okay, Three things, right. go. Three things. Okay, one, music. <gasps> oh, why you did missed, I not say I don't know music? Why, I don't know why you didn't, but Gosh. I'm there. There is nothing like finding a song oh, that you're so like, true. boom, and you, you're in the car, and you're by yourself, and you're... You know, isn't it ironic? You're just busting it out. Boom. He just pulled out Alanis Morissette. And I nobody. Love I love this man. Nobody is that. there. You can do whatever you want. Right. You know, until you get to the course. Are you listening to Dragon Little Pill without me? This is, okay. I need a video of this. This right. is great. There'll be no video. Okay. okay. So that's the first thing. Right. The second thing is, I love the moments with your kids mm. where it's unscripted, it's unplanned, 
and it's it's just real. Like for example, a couple I guess about two years ago, my dad or my son, he walks in, he says, "Dad," he said, "Dad, are you keeping a secret from mom and I, and Dylan?" And I was like, "Um." This was right around Christmas. It's like, uh, n- uh, no, I don't think so. Like, I, you know, what do you tell your kid? You know, right, I mean, right. where, where are you with, with, you know, things, you know, Santa and v- gifts and all. You know, where, 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 what are you going with this? And he goes, I think you're keeping a secret. And he pointed at me. And then he pointed to the television. I was like, what does he want? Does he want me to get a new TV or what's going on? He, he goes, I think, I think you're the, you're the crocodile on the mass Singer. <laughs> and I was like, What? He goes, I'm pretty sure because he moves like you and that guy oh sings a little bit like you. I'm pretty sure you're the crocodile on the mask. Who singer. was it? I have no I don't, idea. I don't know. Okay. I have no idea who oh, it was because so I don't funny. watch that show. But, you know, he, he must have seen a promo and he's like, that guy kind of looks like dad with his spiky oh gosh, hair and teeth so and funny. rugged personality. But I love stuff like that. I love that. Like that was so real. And so it's just so genuine. And our kids are very creative humans. So <laughs> they say stuff like that all the time. So I would say kids, my kids. Um, our kids, because they, 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 again, kids are ours. Music. So music, kids. And the last thing is that makes me smile is I would say if I'm going somewhere, if do a speaking engagement, and uh, I speak pretty much all over the country, but if I can go right before I get ready to, to go out on stage, and I have this promo pack that I send out, and it, it, it's how to introduce me and, you know, things I'm going to need. And I like a wireless mic and bottled water and all that kind of stuff. It's not too crazy. I mean, no purple M&Ms for me, you know, kind of thing. But when the person is getting ready to introduce me and they find out how young I am. And newsflash, I'm not that young. I'm 40, 40 years old, right? Um, but when they find out how young I am and then they read my bio and they look at me, I love that feeling. And it's not this, hey, look what I did, or look who I am, or look at all the stuff that I have, or what I've accomplished. But I love that feeling of being underestimated. Like, I love that. Oh, I totally get I that. love that yeah, feeling. Yeah. That makes me smile. Yeah. And <laughs> even, even though somebody may look and say, well, this guy's done this, and he's, wrote th- he's written this many books, and he's done this, and he uh, you know, invented a machine that, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me. He's, this guy has a big, fancy yeah, car. And has, I love the fact that, I am from a rural area, from a son of parents that had multiple jobs, and I've done these great things, but I love to be underestimated. Mm. Because at the the very end, when that same person, when I walk off that stage, they're the first person that wants to shake my hand and introduce me to their friends. And I love that. It's not always the case. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm I'm, I'm not trying to say I'm, I'm magnificent or anything, but I love the fact that you can really learn from anyone. And, uh, you know, you teach me things every day. So you, you make me smile. I mean, I'm, I don't want to say that you're not on the list. but Well, here's the thing. It's that little thing. Music should have been on mine. Okay. You were able to write it down. I just had to go on a whim. But you know what? I don't take anything back. Yeah. It is okay. what it is. Okay. It's all, all right. good. So my next right. question is surface. It's sur- it's surface question. But it's very important. Okay? My second question is how often... Should you wash your car? Okay, now listen, before you answer, okay, your vehicle, okay, let's car, talk about whatever. What, yeah, there, okay. okay. How often should you keep it this clean? Is, I mean, let's be real Are here. you talking about the outside or the inside? Outside. Is it going to rain? I would, don't, I wouldn't know okay, that. That factor, 
Okay. Well, of course, yeah. If it's going to rain, this you don't wash your show, car before you rain. This is showing personality right here. Okay. okay. Let's talk about our cars. Um, gosh. I, okay. Let me start with what, what did my dad tell me as far as keeping a vehicle clean? Yes. Okay. My dad said, okay. because we live where snow happens and salt and stuff. Mm-hmm. So my dad said, even if you don't get it washed, you at least have to like hose it down with just water. Okay. He taught me that probably when I went away to college. How often? How often? Like do you do when this? you see the salt on it. But if it's okay, it. But what about in the summer? Because see, there's no summer. There's depends no salt. what time of year. So right? it's it, depending on the season. Like let's say if it's fall, eh, I don't know. Like it. Okay, I'm just gonna throw this out there. I'd say like every three weeks to a month. Wow. Do you wash yours like every week? I bet no, you do. No, it's 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 more frequent than three weeks. I probably get even but, go longer than but that. But I will say, honest. like, if when you get busy, and you look at the line for the car wash, oh, or please, you I'm know, or if that. you're gonna, if uh-uh. you or trying nope. to find quarters, oh my gosh, come on, no. man, you know that this is just a you you literally have to put it. I I literally have to put it on my schedule. Like I have That's to hilarious. to to do that. It's one of the things that I have to do <laughs> instead of eh, I got twenty minutes. Let's go wash my car. You know, but I don't know what the rule is there. I would say in the, in the winter time, you're supposed to do it a lot, right? Well, you don't want the salt to eat the paint off your car. Yes. Yeah. Have you ever had a vehicle where the salt ate? I've seen it. I've seen it on others. My first car was, well, that's because my first, you didn't take advantage of the system. You got to even hose it down. Even if it, you got to hose it down. Yeah. I do that. My car was old. I mean, I, when I was a kid, I, you know, I, you know, I was a, original Ford Bronco, man. I'm just, yeah. you know, it had 200,000 miles when I bought it. So no car wash was going to save yeah. the no, rust that I'd was coming say, on that bad I'd boy. I'd say like, what are you supposed to do? What whatever you, you want to do. What I'm saying, what do you do? I, I th- mean, what I, do you do? It's not like I write this down. And I am a, are we in between activities? And do I have 20 minutes before I have to pick the kids up? And I have all my errands kind of squared away. Oh, mm-hmm. look, there's no line in the car okay. wash. Oh, car wash. Or, um, I've worked for years on saying that appropriately, by the way. Um, but yeah, I guess it just depends. I'd say that's about right. Like once a month. Okay. Once a month. All right. So standard for Julie's side of the couch is once a month Yeah. for Richard's side of the couch. Yeah. I'm going to go every week and a half somewhere in the yeah, two weeks. That feels right. Yeah. It depends. It depends yeah. if they got a deal going or whatever. All right. So this is what we're going to do to end our podcast today. At least this one. We're gonna um, we're gonna do what we call the um, the couch crumbs, okay? Because like you know it. when you like when you're on the couch, you know you you're straightening the cushions or whatever, and occasionally you rotate them, that kind of thing, and you and, and you take the cushions off, and you find all those little like little dust balls Something. and crumbs and Coins. hair bands, and I don't know, like little you like know Legos, Lego. and yeah. I mean all over the place, so that kind of thing. So I would say, what is your top couch crumbs because when you see that it's like oh man that's kind of yucky but we are sitting on the victory couch so top couch crumb for the last couple couple days what do you think that the, the yuckiest yeah. kind of moment what do you what do you got okay i'm just gonna say it yeah snow in an unexpected time mm. so yeah i'm with yeah. you on that one can i just allude a little bit more on that i was gonna say i was actually gonna say that were you yeah, see it so, was that bad it was bad okay so if it's you know a season where you're expecting snow, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, it happens. You got your gloves. We live in you got you know, your winter the Atlantic in the mountains. You got your shovel by the door. Right. But when you step foot out of a vehicle after being in it for some time and you were in a warmer climate and then you look down and you have on for me capri pants and flip-flops. Yeah. And your foot squashes in 4 inches of snow. Yeah. That is a definite couch crumb of the Yeah, so we went from like surf fishing. In the same day. Like my feet were in the Atlantic (laughs) in the morning. And then like, yeah. So Julie does not do that. Yeah. No, 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 no. So I think think a good rule is once you've cut your grass, Mm -mm. it cannot, it shouldn't be snowing anymore. Hello, people in the neighborhood were cutting grass like the week prior to this. Yeah, yeah. Not cool. Yeah. Major couch crumb for me i'm Hated with you it. okay i'm gonna i'm gonna okay. double back on that because right. i think that once you put away you know i mean there's that period there like it could snow maybe not okay it could yeah, get no, cold no, no, maybe no. some ice no. and then you're like you we have we no. put away everything right you know we put away every ounce of winter right was gone from our home correct and then it snows even that, easter yeah. decorations were away yeah so yeah, yeah so, we're no okay yeah i got you yep. okay so I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna agree with you on that i'm not even gonna that's, go somewhere that's else really on well that's because it was that sad <laughs> it, was bad. it was that sad all right and then the other thing that we want to be doing every week is a prop your feet up moment so when you sit on your victory couch there's always some crummy thing that happened in the couch crumbs but there's also we want to end on a good note right right so what's your prop your feet up proud of moment? What were you most mm. proud of? What makes you want to sit back and prop your feet up? You know, mine's going to be little because yeah. I take my daughter to school every single day <laughs> and our schedules, no matter how crazy they are, I, I sort of pride myself in getting to my daughter daughter's school on time without her being late. Okay, we don't <laughs> do tardies at our house, right? So my <laughs> prop your feet up moment is that I am still, throughout this course, the entire school year, have not had a tardy one time of dropping my daughter off for elementary school. Okay? Not one. Even been in that line. Okay, I was in the line uh, two weeks ago, and there were they were doing a like a bus drill. Like, I don't know if you've seen this or not, but they go onto the bus. They say, kids, the front door won't open. We have to go out the back. Oh, right, And right. like as yeah. an, a, you know, a, a staged emergency. Sure. But it's right outside of, of the school. And so, you're in carpool drop Yeah, off. so the kids yeah. are, their kids are going out the back. I'm like, what's going on? There's an emergency. <laughs> I mean, I, I was getting ready to take it out and help. Oh my gosh. And they, the, the lady came out and said, no, 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 it's, it's okay. It's, it's just, there's, it's a stage drill. The kids have to practice. Right. But I was kind of looking at the clock and it was like, okay, because they had some, some kid. That's a big step going out that the right. back of the. Especially if you you're know. like five. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a big <laughs> drop right there. So they're helping the kids down and they were helping each other. It was a really cute moment. And I'm, but I'm sitting in there because we were kind of like, we had two minutes to spare anyway. But I'm thinking we're sitting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And finally, I'm like, um, I'm sorry. I said, Dylan, you might have to get out you might have to just run, <laughs> run up there but then i thought you know what there's all these other cars we should be good and yeah. if they say anything listen i i want to i want a perfect record here <laughs> because i'll be honest with you sorry grandma i won't say which one but when you came to visit you took dylan in a couple minutes late and she's got one tardy on that report card <laughs> and it drives him crazy yeah. and that's just not me see that's from my end of the couch over here Okay, my uh, end of the couch. I I know, Jules, I know. Jules, what do you got? We're not getting into Enneagram today, but I know <laughs> three. Um, my prop your feet up proud moment is this right here. Oh. Yeah, we've 
I, and you said earlier, like this was my brainchild. I, in all honesty, I don't remember that. Mm. I just feel like it was a discussion and it was like some type of years ago came up. Yeah. This has been years in the making. Well, we've both, I mean, I can tell you my earliest memories of listening to a podcast was like 2015 probably. Mm. Um, so we're big consumers of a variety of podcasts, but yeah, it's just to get to this point to be like, Hey, let's just give it a shot. I mean, everyone has a story. Everyone on this planet has something to share. And, you know, it's one of those things where it's like too many people put too much thought into, well, I don't know. Are we, you know, what's the reason? Why are we doing this? Or, you know, no one's going to listen or they just care about the wrong thing. Mm. And we're just doing this one because I think it's just the right thing to do now. It's just like the next right thing for us. Well, there's, a, there's a lot of people that are in the same situation that we are. Right. When we moved into our neighborhood. There's so many young couples and we're the only ones left. Everybody else is moved separated or, or split. Yeah. And you know, look, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying that it's like, where, how did we make it? Like, yeah. how are we 16 plus years in and we're still strong and the roots are still strong right. and we're, we're busy and we're trying to raise healthy uh, kids that, um, you know, have character. Like, how did we do it? And I think the story that we have to tell is pretty strong and you'll, you'll find that out, uh, you know, the longer you're with us, but, um, you can learn from just about anybody and mm -hmm. who you surround yourself and guard that content coming in. Yeah. It's kind of a big deal. So we're, we're trying to break down some, some personal walls here and, and share things that are relevant and things that may inspire, or help you. But uh, yeah, that's really good, Jules. Yeah, this is the prop your feet up moment. This it's is getting the to the victory couch yeah. itself. Yeah. There so just go. getting here. We've been here for for years, but but like getting sharing you, it. Yeah, yeah, getting you. If you're listening, you to our couch, right, has been pretty cool. Yeah, and you know, certainly hearing feedback from anyone in our circle, outside of our circle, doesn't matter. You could listen to this for years and never tell us. I don't really care. Mm. Here's what I hope. I hope that we allow this as a place to continue to share thoughts, to continue to learn from one another, to just spark something in someone and for us to continue to be strong and strengthen one another. I think that's, mm. that's the end result. And you know what? That's, that's all it is. As I say often, be you and do you. And that's exactly what we're doing. So I like it. Yeah. One day at a time. Here we are. But I'm very proud of us to get to this point. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see where the story continues. So, you know, there we go. That's great. Well, thanks for uh, making it this far in. And uh, we just encourage you, wherever your couch is, whatever your victory couch is, be there, be present, enjoy the ride. Until next time. So guys, could you tell, could you tell it was our very, very first podcast? Can you tell by our voices? Do we seem uncertain? I was very um, like reserved. Right. I very remember you like, being like rigid and yeah. like really concerned about, you know, appearance is the quickest way to say it, right? Like how's this going to come across? It was just, like or, clunky. It was clunky. Yeah. It was kind of like, uh, just stale and stiff. That's what I, I would say. I think we are our own worst enemies as far as the judging of it. Yeah. I, I have people who are like, I, I mean, I can remember and some of you, you know who you are. You have, you've sent the reviews in and somewhere from that first episode. And one of the things they said is people who knew us personally 
what a great way to kick off the podcast talking about mentoring and pouring pouring into the lives of you know those who we've supported over the years those younger than us and and what mentorship looks like and many were recipients of you know working alongside of us so well it is one of our cool. most popular episodes it is. as far as consumption is concerned yeah. so i guess i guess people like it you so, like it you... i mean you're still listening so we know you <laughs> liked it some of you liked it so much you listened to it twice Twice, who knows so but guys we hope that you got something out of it and you know it also goes to uh show that we are firm believers in the little things in life and simple joys so there are simple joys all around us aren't there hun Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And one other thing, you you don't know how good you're going to be unless you try. Yeah. And if it was clunky and it was stiff, <laughs> it's the first one and it's only going to get better. And in fact, this is episode number 13 and we're only going to get better from here, right, Jules? That's right. But yeah. Listeners, as we round out the 2023 season, know that we are not finished season three. No, we're not. We're not finished. We're, we're only halfway through. We're only halfway. Technically. So, yeah, something like that. So, you know, guys, we just wanted to thank you again, just from the bottom of our hearts for giving us a chance from the very, very beginning and joining us at any part of the journey that you have. Thank you so much for listening. Have a very blessed remainder of 2023 and we will see you for an exciting 2024 see you guys we are rick and julie rando and you've been listening to the victory couch podcast you can follow the victory couch on instagram facebook and the count your lessons your blessings and your victories we'll save a seat for you right here next time on the victory couch